Hey, Phil, I got a secret. Can you keep it? Yeah. So when I was in high school, me and my friends, there was this girl that we just did not get along with. And we decided that we were going to kind of show her and put her in her place. So, I mean, what did you do? Did you, like, embarrass her in front of the school or, like, kiss her boyfriend or something? Oh, no, no, nothing like that. We blinded the bitch. Hi, I'm Josh. And I'm Philip. Welcome to Pretty Little Guyers, the show where two middle-aged men discuss their favorite teen mystery drama, Pretty Little Liars. Philip, how's it going going great we're here for uh, episode two yes we did that first one and said we got to come back and do it again <laughs> that's right uh, super excited that was a lot of fun ready to jump into this one yes i am it's been tough to only watch one episode yes. a week um you know the moment these episodes end i'm just like i can keep going i want to keep going uh, but also it just keeps me on the edge, but you want to stay pure with the experience. Yes. Focused. Yeah. Because there's so many, like throughout this whole series, there's so many storylines that going back, I forget bits and pieces of things. Totally. And I'm like, Whoa, I totally forgot about this whole little like <laughs> side plot that's going on. So absolutely. Uh, it feels like I'm watching it for the first time. Yeah. Same a little bit. It's yeah. very, very fun. So, I guess uh, a little previously on Pretty Little Liars, <laughs> we uh, met our liars. We got Arya, the. How would you even describe Arya? She's sort the of. The rebel. Like, the, okay, now. <laughs> she's In the her leather own mind. jacket wearing. <laughs> yeah, cool she's kid. the bad girl. Okay. <laughs> she's the sort of pretentious, you know. <laughs> sort of the main character the one they focus on the most if there was one you have emily who's like the sweet athletic girl who's struggling with her sexuality they seem to be playing at spencer the type a intense achiever girl with a wealthy family future president of the united states <laughs> yes and then hannah the current it girl former they claim heavy girl, yeah. <laughs> but that's uh, a little uh, hard to tell in those flashbacks. Yeah. But we have to take their word for it. And they had their queen bee, Allison, who went missing and they all separated from each other and now has been found officially dead. And the girls are reunited in their grief and also with their new tormentor, A, a mystery ghost ninja stalking them <laughs> and texting them who knows all of their secrets yes yeah so that takes us to episode two the jenna thing is that what the episode is called it is okay and that is makes sense the thing that they've already referred to a couple times where they've mentioned the jenna thing and yeah has been this mystery of what that is something bad that went down yeah so we start at the apple rose grill where the girls are all hanging out 
I don't know if this is supposed to be the night of the funeral. Were they in their funeral I think attire, so. I think? Yeah. They're kind of reminiscing about Allison, bonding, reconnecting with one another. Again, they mentioned the Jenna thing. Mm-hmm. And... Well, and the thing with, with that is they keep kind of, like, vaguely saying things around it. Like, yes. they're not actually saying what happened. They're like... No well, we, it was an accident, and that's the story we're sticking with. Yes. And it's just like, yeah, okay, but like, what exactly yes. happened? We need to know so we can start passing judgment on yes, whether this or incident not that you're we terrible people. dare not speak on. <laughs> yes. So. And uh, I love that uh, Hannah's pouring uh, some alcohol in her drink. And yes, and old the old guy, guy <laughs> staring at her, and she's like, it's medicinal. <laughs> Cramps. <laughs> It was pretty good. You would think from that that we're, uh, that they'd be setting up some sort of like alcoholic story plot for her or something, but I mean, we'll see. That's the indication that they give is that there's possible for spiraling right. with one of these characters. Um, and they talk about how uh, they can't believe that Allison knew all of their secrets and they didn't know any of hers. Yeah, that was kind of the main focus of that conversation is like, we told her everything and yet we knew nothing about her, except we do find out that one of them has just a slight bit of a, a, I wouldn't really call it a secret. Yeah, a little intel. And of course it's Spencer. Yeah. Someone's going to get some dirt. It's going to be Spencer. Yeah. And that dirt being that she was dating a boy I guess that summer before she disappeared that they didn't know about who was older and had a girlfriend. Yeah. And here we go again with the older guy, younger girl theme that continues. Oh my God. I don't know what to be that. played heavily. In it's very uncomfortable. I gotta say. Uh, but they mention how that was sort of Allison's thing. She, you know, would gather secrets. She wouldn't share any. And they all talk about how she made you feel like you were part of something special and right like we were and you know i guess they're playing around with the, can they you know feel that again without her yeah and they also bond over their ugly uh monogram bracelets that apparently emily gave them yeah and emily still wears it she's the only one yes because yeah. she's the one who seemed to be pining for allison a bit or had a specific connection to her yeah. more than the others well there was implications in that first message she got yes that you're kissing somebody else now yes. so that they must have shared some kisses according to yeah a so they uh yeah looking at these ugly bracelets <laughs> when uh here comes click clacking it's <laughs> jenna thing herself entering uh the restaurant hey I mean, you know, I I love the dramatic music that they oh. they set behind her every time yes. she enters a room. It is always <laughs> like an event song. <laughs> They're instantly freaked out. Yeah, the whole restaurant turns and looks, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then I love that they just all hop up and instantly leave and they all just go in a different direction clearly for dramatic effect i'm like in this little town again we talked about how we'll play with trying to figure out the actual map and layout of this town do they all live that completely in different directions they just walk in one direction each yeah it was such a weird scene too because the fact is it's like they immediately stop talking all together and 
what cracks me up, I think it was this time, I think it's this one, when they all have a dramatic effect, but then at some point after they kind of cut to Jenna and back to the girls, uh, Arya like taps Hannah on the shoulder and it's like, yo, look who's here. And I was like, I thought y'all all were just looking up. Oh, well, Arya, it's a, she's a little behind. She's in her own world, you have to understand. <laughs> no, I think it was Hannah that oh. was like looking down and oh. not actually paying attention. Well, that's also Hannah's MO. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's slightly not, clueless. A little clueless. All the time. She's a smart girl, but you know, we see she's a little bit of a ditz. Yeah. yeah. Part of her charm. So uh then we cut to the next morning in the Marin kitchen with uh Hannah and her mom, Ashley. They're doing their morning routine. It's kind of cute. They kind of yeah. guest showing, especially since their father left. They're, you know, a duo. They have routines. They're getting it, ready. It's nice because it does kind of remind you of their their bond. Yes. Between the two of them. Yes. Yeah. Because Ashley's an interesting character because she seems almost offhand like the type of mom who would not be sympathetic or a good mother or close to her daughter in just certain trappings that she's cares about, you know, well, appearances. I, I think... Uh, I think it was in the first episode where she said that she's trying her best. Yes. And that's really how it looks. <laughs> yes, right? Like, we so feel that you're doing your best, but I don't know how great it's going. You're keeping Let's, it together. <laughs> more emphasis on the trying, less yes. emphasis on the best. Yes, but she sincerely is doing her best and yeah. loves her daughter. So you, I feel like you instantly kind of like her and root for them and like them as, right. a, as a pair. <laughs> Um, and I, a news thing comes on, <laughs> uh, where they're talking about, uh, Allison's body being found and how she, her head is caved in, but her cause of death they found was suffocation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ashley's like, let's turn that off. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was a little interesting because I don't remember that the first or second time I watched this where I was like, I don't remember them ever actually saying what they thought killed her. I think it's one of those many clues that we get mm-hmm. over a period of time. It's one of those like small details that you should pay attention to kind yes. of thing. Yeah. Yes. And Ashley tells them that they, you know, are not going to have to see the cop again. Yeah, it was a one. Yeah, because she was like, "Mom, I'm I'm sorry about the whole cop thing," and she's like, "Oh, it was just a one time thing. It's it's whatever. It's yes. over with. Let's move on." Where she slept with a cop to get Hannah out of trouble. We're gonna talk about that in a second. Yeah, <laughs> and then we move on over to the Montgomery kitchen with Ella and Aria in their morning, uh, kind of talking about the funeral and. Ella says how I almost didn't recognize Hannah in that dress. Yeah, she comments on she goes, her bold choice. Yeah, she goes, well, referring again to her being heavier in their past and being like, oh, she definitely didn't get that at the curvy girl store. Yeah, I loved it. I liked that little jab. It was nice. It was cute because they're trying to let us know, okay, she used to, you know, before she became the queen bee herself. But then we see these flashbacks and it's like, well, you're wearing a sweater, it's hard to tell. Yeah. <laughs> it's about the the most of it. I would not call you curvy. You're maybe like a little more baby weight than you do now. But yeah. I guess I get it. She was wearing a specifically revealing outfit showing some skin. And she 
formerly wouldn't have had the confidence to do that. Yeah. So Ella's taken aback by it. And uh, her dad, Byron, is, okay, uh, I'm going to be staying late tonight or something like that. And instantly Arya's like, why? What are you doing? Who are you seeing? Yeah. Your your family is the most important thing. Yes. Like very much using her attitude to be like, hey, let's not forget. Mm-hmm. I know what you did. And I will hold it over you as yes. long as humanly possible. And sweet little Ella's just like, oh, what are you two getting on about? Hmm. Hope it's nothing that could shatter my entire world. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Have a nice day, sweetie. <laughs> are you guys okay? Because I remember <laughs> she's like, it, 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 everything seems weird between the two of you now. He's like, it's nothing. It's nothing. Teenage stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> he continues to be a piece of shit. Yes. So then next we go to Emily spending her morning with Maya, who walks up to her porch and just grabs her coffee. Oh, yeah. She's like, you want me to get you a cup or you? I'd rather share yours. Yeah, I thought that was so weird. I didn't think that you could scissor a cup of coffee. (laughs) But (laughs) Maya somehow manages. It's, you know, a very <laughs> continuing their flirtation. It's a very intimate moment. You know, it's very cute. I'm into it. And then uh, Pam, Emily's mom, shows up. She's been out for a jog. And Maya's talking about how the house she's in, was, which was Allison's former house, doesn't feel like her own because there's this literal ghost hanging over it. There's press. There's people yeah. coming by to pay their respects. Her backyard's a crime scene. They're still finding her boxes in the house somehow. <laughs> right? I'm sure there's body parts <laughs> just showing up randomly. It's just so odd that when she said that, I was like, did they not like go in and clean this house out? I mean, also, isn't that evidence? That... Like, isn't that, that is to a some great degree? point. Wilden shows up, but he's acting so serious about how he's going to get to the bottom of everything. Meanwhile, Maya's just tossing in the first episode the boxes and Allison's things out in the street. <laughs> yeah. I it's... mean, I guess they would have already gone through the things in the house because, I mean, they didn't know it was necessarily the crime scene where the True. body was, but it was True. all the evidence of her life and what was going on. Right. Um, but yeah, Pam, uh, and this is Pam's first meeting of Maya and, you know, Pam's super sweet and tells her, oh, that must be hard living there right now. Do you want to just stay here with Emily? She's like, you know, you could stay in her room. Yeah. In her bed. Stay with us for a few You guys nights. can just sleep on top of each other. You yeah. Know, just, whatever works for you, sweetie. <laughs> it was very much like, uh, laying it out on a golden platter. Yes. And I was, I, and I, I don't know if this was just her acting abilities, but, when I was looking at the mom's reaction when she first sees them, I almost kind of thought that she had a vibe. Like the way that she was looking at them, the, the look too. on her face, I was like, do you know that there could be something more to this? I did too. But I, what I think it was is because, well, she comes across upon them embracing each other. They're hugging because oh, Maya's right. comforting yeah. her. And, it, if, and you have She's a like, moment where you're like, oh, is she weirded out by that? But she's like... Oh, you're being comforted. Is everything okay, sweetie? Is right. what I think the vibe was. Yeah. And then she's instantly clueless about anything else going on. It's like, yeah, come on over and just, you know, <laughs> sleep together naked. It's fine. Girl <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, sleepover time. Yeah. I don't care. Door open? No, it's fine. Right? It's just you your know? girlfriend. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that is one thing I like in this episode 
about the parents is that it's very much they're clueless <laughs> to what's going on in their daughter's lives and they on so many levels. So many. And I would say actually that all the moms care about their daughters and end up being pretty strong parental figures and characters. So far, not so good. But that's so far not great. And also, they're still mostly clueless. I mean, they don't, yeah. you know, on, on a range of protecting your child from uh, stalker ghost, you know, I don't, there's no book about that. <laughs> and that and that's the thing that I, when I start to get irritated at a parent, I immediately have to think, okay, well, your child is going through something very traumatic and that's not something that they ever taught you right. how to prepare for because you don't expect it to happen. No. So I, I do kind of pull back a little bit. And I'm like, all right, well, I also don't know how I would react in this situation. Initially, I think it would be whatever you want and whatever you need to help you grieve right. and move on. Do what you got to do. Right. You know, do you want to fall in love with a teacher? Do you, you know... <laughs> Explore your sexuality, shoplift, yeah. you know, have a time. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to bang your older sister's fiancés, by all means. <laughs> Go nuts. Just know that we're here for you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and so, my and Emily start walking, I guess, towards school and meet up with Spencer in Spencer's backyard. So, again... And first thing she does, little little neck issue. Oh, yeah. She's still feeling those cramps. She needs those sweet, sweet Wren hands, mm-hmm. Dr. Wren hands to make things right. Uh, I like how instantly Maya's like, what does she say? She's like, oh, sucks living in the dead girl's house. And she's like, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't believe I said that. And Spencer's just like, yeah, yeah I can't believe you said that either, bitch. <laughs> and then... Maya responds with, oh, you know, sorry, Brad Pitt and I are missing the same sensitivity chip. Yeah. That is clearly a dated reference. A weird reference, too. Yeah. Is I've never known that as a thing, like a known about Brad Pitt in general or like a running thing. Do you think it's a a Brangela thing with like him getting with Jennifer or with uh, Angelina Jolie when he was with jennifer aniston or something i don't know what the reference was to at all i was a little confused by that i was like well maybe there was a movie that was like a movie reference but also then because i mean when was all that stuff like early 2000s so yeah i guess that would make sense I think it was around that time yeah okay it's possible i don't know i don't know what else it would be yeah but yeah. I kinda, it was a throwaway reference to me. Yeah, it but really I was like, was. I don't know what this is, nor do I care to look at it. Yeah, no, I don't think it mattered. Yeah. I think it was just, yeah, relevant yeah. to the moment. Uh, but yeah, Maya's just like, oh, that's a pretty intense girl. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you better parents, you would understand. Yeah, which I love. Yes. I love that it's like the intenseness of Spencer. Oh, it's is, glorious. You, you learn very quickly. Uh, yeah, it's great. I love it. <laughs> oh, and, and Maya and Emily are, are uh, off to get some coffee or a latte, even though they just shared a coffee. Yeah. And Spencer's too busy practicing uh, field hockey to go. I'm like, what? Who, who, who has all this time in the morning before school for all these activities and things? I mean, maybe it was just me waking up last minute, rolling out of bed to go to class, but I didn't have time for jogs and practice and coffee dates. And the thing is, too, is like it 
and this is a small little thing that the studio probably didn't care about, but the brightness of where they were at, it seemed like it was later in the morning. Because mm. when I remember when I woke, woke up and go to school, the sun wasn't fully out. Well, you, you think know? as early as much time as they have, yeah, it would be... Yeah, because school time. starts early. And so I always remember, and even now with my day job, I wake up early enough to where the sun's not fully out. Yeah. And so it's weird to me that I'm just like, what what time of the day is this? What Do y'all time, start school at like noon? We, as we've learned in, in Rosewood, uh, what time of day it is, where is anybody in relation to each other, any time of time frame issues? Always going to be a mystery. And that's maybe one thing early on in this show where I wish there was some type of, I guess, like maybe a cutaway or like a uh, just, hey, here's like the next day. <laughs> you know, is this later in the same day? They do so many cuts that, yeah, you can't tell where you're at anymore. Yeah, because you're bouncing back so much that it feels more like these like real quick vignettes mm-hmm. versus like. You know, because I, I don't know. Do these take place over a day? Is it a few days? It's kind of confusing at times. Yeah. Where I'm like, okay. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> you know? Um. So uh, then Arya makes it to school. And she wants to transfer out of Fitz's class. And goes yes. and talks to him. He's instantly pulls her aside. And it's like, in my office, let's talk about this. Just so they can play it cool and be suspiciously alone together for like the third or fourth time in like two days <laughs> yeah 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 those two and this is kind of something that annoys me about aria to begin with is she's so much back and forth oh my god between yes. the two because like even in this episode she's like yeah, I think it's best because I don't want to look at you every day but then she's also like I don't want to hide my feelings. Like, I want all of this to be out there and known, and I want us to be in love and do lovey-dovey things, Um, but I also don't want to look at you every day, and it's, like, it's very weird how quickly she goes back and forth with this struggle. because she just did that in the last episode. Yes. Which they always do, but I get, she's at least acting mature in the moment where she's like, hey, we have this past now. Of like a day or two but you know this whole thing and before we knew we were your student and teacher so let's just change that setting because i can't deal with it you know it's really the mature thing to do would be best but i like how uh she's got the form and it says on it the reason is conflict of interest see i didn't i couldn't read it oh yeah no i looked and i'm it like says conflict she's of already interest. throwing that out there so what i'm sure they didn't have any follow-up questions of uh what's your conflict of interest with a brand new teacher yeah especially too like i feel just to kind of cover my tracks i'd be like conflict of interest with another student right you know and be like look i don't want right. this to be well known but like there's somebody else we kind of have some tension and it just makes me stressed out like, There's this blind girl that creeps me out. <laughs> yeah, it could've, you could have said any number of things, but leaving it so vague, like if I'm a school official and you hand me a document and it's like, all right, so this female student wants to get out of this male this teacher's This brand new, one. pretty young, really attractive male teacher's yeah. class. Conflict of interest. Um, well, even then, Phil, they probably were like, this looks suspicious. He couldn't have banged a student that fast. Yeah, day one. 
What did Little he do? Did they Walk know. in there and drop his pants? <laughs> well, actually, jokes on you because he did it before they even started yeah. school. So, you know, he's one of those teachers that likes to start the school year before school actually starts. That's right. He's dedicated. <laughs> I like how she tells him. Arya tells him that it's too hard to call you Mr. Frit Fitz. I just want to call you Ezra. Right. And I'm sure he's like. I think it's it's kind of hot when you call me Mr. Yeah. Fitz, but okay, that's fine. <laughs> Those there's a few moments in the show where I was like, it would be funny if they did this, and I wanted her to be something like, I don't I don't like calling you Mr. Fitz. I want to call you Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> like I just had all these running things in my head of like all the other choices she could have gone with in that moment. Only because it's comedic how inappropriate it is. We don't support. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I don't support this at all. I don't support this relationship <laughs> but in any way, shape, or form. It's so inappropriate. It's like, yeah, let's go ahead and just make it fully as yeah. inappropriate as it truly is. Let's push this rock over the cliff <laughs> Yes, and just watch it crash and burn. <laughs> but yeah, so he signs the paper. He's not happy about it. I think he's just so upset that she's going to miss out on his knowledge and wisdom. Yeah. Also, someone needs to tell Ezra that you're supposed to sign your name on the line. Oh my god, yes. Not I like... saw he signs it so big <laughs> and like right through the line. Yeah. I was like I was like this is passive aggressive. Right? Like <laughs> you're being passive aggressive, right? <laughs> yes. You don't actually sign your name that ridiculously every time. No, that's fine. I'll totally will sign it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Wait, hold on. Let's pause for a second while this truck pulls back in. So then we meet Hannah's boyfriend, Sean. They're canoodling at uh, her locker and cute. Yeah, yeah. We don't really get too much on him or the two of them yet. And that that was an interesting choice is to like right off the bat, you don't even really give him much to say. There's not more of it's just a hey, goodbye we're just letting you know that this character is in this story. Yeah. And was he even mentioned in the first? No. No. And that's that was another thing is in that first episode, there's no mention of any of them having. Except for Emily, because she tells Maya when they're like casually talking and she asked her about the guy. And oh, the yeah, that's right. She's like, oh, my boyfriend yeah. named okay. Ben and totally into him as a man. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So outside of her, though, like, there's no mention that Hannah has a boyfriend. No, there wasn't. But speaking of Ben, we meet him now. He's driving Emily and Maya to school. He's all like, oh, how'd you guys... No, 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 wait, before... There's something before that, isn't there? When we meet him the first time, it's in school as well. Because I remember this was when I was just like immediately i hate this guy Mm -hmm. is because he invites her to the movies remember he's like hey we still going to the movies and she's like no maya's coming over to stay and he looks over at maya and he goes what kind of pajamas do you think the new girl wears oh yes that is that's (laughs) yeah and i was just like okay her decision to leave you for a woman like oh yeah you're the epitome of why some women are like men suck absolutely <laughs> because your initial thought is you know what kind of pajamas do you think yeah. she what are you girls gonna get yeah. into little does he know <sighs> that's right that is what happens first. yeah yeah and uh then instantly on the uh loudspeaker we get a call for uh can those four little pretty liars girls all get in the office yeah <laughs> And, uh, 
they Which, get their first atex. Again, let's the the way that they set it up to where at all the right times these girls are in the exact same place <laughs> at the exact same time. It's like they all walk into this one hallway all at the same time and you're just like how how do y'all keep doing this? Well, I think the school kind of like Rosewood is like one road with like a restaurant <laughs> and their houses all like next to each other. The school's like one hallway with Mr. Fitz's class and then like the gym pool for Emily is around the corner. It feels very much with this show that it was obviously filmed in a studio yeah. and not actually out somewhere that's the vibe i get with the setting so far right i don't know if they shot scenes at a school i would assume that the school stuff at least some exterior shots or something i'm sure they do they'll have like some outside stuff that is very much not on a studio but it seems like some of the more dramatic scenes are studio and we can talk about that because there's a scene in this (laughs) specifically that makes me think (laughs) okay this is not real Okay. <laughs> this world is not real. No. This <laughs> that, those moments definitely happen. But yeah, all the girls are called to the office and they get their first A message of the episode. Mm-hmm. Dead girls walking. A. <laughs> and they're I, I don't know, they they don't really even respond to it. No. They're already like, "Oh, this is just a part of our lives." Yeah. This is just going to happen. Okay, well, better get to the office. Yeah, it's... The, I was expecting a bit more... Again? Yeah. You know, like... This yeah. is still happening? What are we going to do? No. <laughs> but I do feel like if I was one of the liars and I kept getting these text messages, like, yeah, there's going to be some that I'm probably not going to be, like, as shocked about. No, that's true, but... You know. We're in, like, episode two and it's, like the third message maybe yeah. or like and immediately they're like meh yeah let's go Ugh. let's go do this office thing <sighs> hey again <laughs> yeah i'm gonna turn my, i'm gonna put my phone on airplane mode <laughs> <laughs> and a was i guess didn't have as much time she only sent it to aria's phone not all four of their phones this time also i don't remember a phone that looked like hers i do it, the circular one yes it's like an oval it's I even tried Googling it and I couldn't find anything. So I don't remember exactly, but I do remember them. They're sort of like little squares. I remember the squares. That's what she had. That you could flip over? Hers, I think it flips up or over or it slides. Hers was was more of an oval shape. It, it's a little rounded, but I think it's the same premise. It's not mm. exactly like a sidekick, but yeah. I think it does flip or rotate or yeah. turn into... A keyboard I want or screen. It says <laughs> so, so you could be like Aria. <laughs> I just like the the look of the phone because I was I was always the type of person that got when I when I got any cell phone, I was like, give me the weird one, give yeah. me the one that's like not just a normal flip phone. Okay, you know, uh, yeah. Well, so get one of those because I don't think they they stuck around. I think it's kind of a no. definitely dated scene because of that. Yeah, I remember the. It was well. I mean, the whole concept of like flipping the screen up to unveil the the keyboard mm-hmm. was kind of popular. Because I mean, Blackberry oh, yeah. is around. Blackberry's the sidekicks. So that was a whole thing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a cool phone. But I sat there. And I was like, I've never seen that phone before. <laughs> well, you know, that, that was Byron bought her that to yeah 
yeah. buy her off from telling her mom about no, his infidelity. It, maybe it was a European phone. It's oh, like yeah. the hottest European was, uh, phone. Well, were they uh, were they in Iceland or? Yeah, I think so. Iceland or Sweden or one of those like Switzerland. Yeah, I think yeah. maybe it was Iceland. It was Iceland. Iceland sounds right. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> you could have stopped me at any point. <laughs> Naming countries. So Detective Wilden's in the office waiting for them, and mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like the principal's office. He's like, uh, "Could you just please step out so I can interrogate some of your students without supervision?" Thanks. Yeah, which is, I, I mean, I understand it's it's for the reason of how can we get all the girls together and then have them interrogated. Yeah, but then at the same time, I'm like, I don't, I vaguely don't remember cops coming to schools. Right. I mean, we never had a girl go missing for a year and then her body was found. But true. But I feel like maybe even in like the the cop, like I feel like like there's definitely different appropriate protocols that would be followed. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of being like, hey, I'm going to take up your time. Yeah. That your parents are paying taxes for. Yeah. To talk about this murder. To again, interrogate you without a parent or lawyer present. Yes. (laughs) Which also, yeah, is this like cop procedurals were not at the top of the list in this show. <laughs> but also, this guy is a shitty cop so far, at least an asshole. Oh, he does not God. seem to have any, you know, morals or scruples. He's the worst. He's banging, you know, people's moms and just ignoring their offenses. Which is also, again, in terms of cop procedurals, that's like a big no no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's on the list. <laughs> I. I'm almost positive that, like, the policy is if you're involved in the case, you can't be on the case. Uh-huh. Or on their mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, so he's he's interrogating them. Okay, so on the night Allison went missing, this and this. Yes, yes, that's what you said. Yes, you did say that. Okay. And and you all were so... Why were you girls so sleepy? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we just... So you all just randomly fell asleep at the same time? <laughs> You know, he's like, it doesn't even mention, he's like, I don't, or maybe it's later, but he's like, you know, they're clearly lying about drinking, which, I mean, I guess you might offhandedly do, but it's also like, who, who does care? Like, there's obviously bigger issues in this case. They're not going to arrest you for that if your parents found out, like, I, but whatever. I guess it's also that they're, you know, they have other secrets in their life, so they're just a little squirrely, but I'm like, you guys are making yourself look way more suspicious than you need to that's all they do (laughs) the whole fucking time in this show show they do is hey i'm gonna be overly dramatic yes at everything (laughs) so everyone around me knows exactly what's going on because i need you to know (laughs) truly (laughs) i'm banging our teacher okay (laughs) simple as that guys yeah (laughs) i love him it's love i saw it in a movie once this is how it happens yes but yeah he basically says oh yeah so you guys just told me the same exact story as you did the first time you were talked to when she went missing shocker almost like it was rehearsed yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's on to them but i'm also like like zero details to this story either way but i I get his point also why aren't you writing any of this down Right. Where's your cop? Well, he's just like, he remembers. He's been studying. He's like, I just want to make sure you're you're dirty little liars. Yeah, yeah. 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 Still lying to me? Okay, cool. I just don't, I'm not confident in his police abilities. At all. Yeah. Zero. (laughs) Like, almost as if, like, he he cheated his way into the academy and become a police officer. Yeah. (laughs) 
and charmed his way to becoming a detective. Or it's like his dad's the captain. Oh, absolutely would be a situation yeah. like that. 100%. Dad, I mean chief. Yeah, after he flunked out of college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. He was like the high school athlete <laughs> yes. that never amounted Peaked. to anything. And the dad was like, all right, fine. I'll give you a job. You know, just don't screw anything up. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the girls are eating lunch now. And click oh clack, click clack, Jenna's back. And they're all just like, oh my God, she goes to school here again too? <laughs> Jesus Christ, what is with this girl? We thought you were in a school for the, bl- I mean, visually impaired. <laughs> yes. And Jenna says, you could say blind, Spencer, yeah, it's, it's school. It's not a, an offensive term. Right. <laughs> that, that was such a weird exchange. Also, well, it's one of those like, you know, people get uncomfortable around people that are just differently able sometimes and they're not sure if they're gonna offend and usually the person's like no just treat me like a person it's cool yeah i am so shocked that the episode begins with them seeing her and then trying to sneak out of a restaurant (laughs) the very next time they see him Arya's like, hey, Arya. come have lunch with us. Yes, she is. <laughs> hey, we're trying to avoid you because of this thing that happened. Yes. But nah, come have lunch with yeah, us. It's totally, totally fine. And she even turns and looks at them and like shrugs awkwardly. She's like, I, just I, like I panicked. Yeah. <laughs> That's Arya for I you, panicked, so I got up. <laughs> and I guess... I guess she just is feel like she wants to, you know, she's feeling bad for her. She wants... <laughs> it was a weird choice. It was a really weird, weird choice. choice. Yeah. Arya. So, yeah, she she helps her sit down. She's like, you, you want to eat with, you know, me and the girls? And she's like, oh, thanks. And she's like, oh, is this, would this have been Allison's seat? Yeah, I liked that one. That was a good one. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, we don't even sit at the table we used to anymore. Yeah. Um. Then <laughs> uh, they have a little casual conversation before they all instantly get a text again from A. Yeah. And then they also... Well, no, even before that, like, they have a conversation very briefly, and then there was the flashback. Oh, do we go... That Spencer had, right? Wasn't that this moment? Where they cut back to... Um, uh, isn't that the... No, no, It's no, no, right no, no. after. Uh, she tells them yeah, yeah, yeah. that, you know, Allison visited me while I was in the hospital. That's right, that's right. Again, alluding to clearly there being some kind of incident. Yeah. That she was blinded. Also, her being at a school for the blind was clearly a thing where she became blind later in life. And then, mm-hmm. you know, therefore even more specifically needed a special school to teach you how to, you know, get used to your new life and interacting with the world. Right. And she says, yeah, the Allison visitor in the hospital. And she says that, yeah, I every, everyone misunderstood Allison, but I knew exactly who she was, which is just how wonderful jenna is she only says pointed vague uh you know interpretable fucked up shit like that at all times yeah pointed statements and it's great because i'm immediately falling falling in love with that character absolutely because of how she talks like even the fact that when they all get the text she picks spencer's phone up Mm. and it's like aren't you gonna get that Mm -hmm. and the way she says it i'm like "Mm, what do you know right what information do you have well because it's also interesting right because they'll even mention shortly jumping a little ahead about how jenna might have beef with allison could potentially be 
either a suspect in her disappearance or have information or something. Right. And then obviously the show wants us to start suspecting as many people as possible. But also yes. instantly they all get texts from A while they're sitting with Jenna, clearly right. not texting them. Right. I thought that was a interesting choice. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, it's like you said, I think they, they're trying to give you a whole bunch of possibilities for who this could be. Um, but also very much like put just enough doubt mm-hmm. in your head or they're like, oh, well, people aren't going to be paying too much attention to like the small continuity that details, too. you know, so maybe but we are show we are right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think you're right. Maybe. Yes, they have the flashback right before they get the A text. Yeah. Because yes. I remember it cuts back to Spencer, like, staring at her all weirdly. <laughs> yes. And because that's even... And then that was when Jenna made one of her, like, oh, it's the tension in here. You guys used to be the fun table. Why right. are you act like... And it's just like, okay, here we are again. Like, she has to smell the guilt. Oh, yes. You know, there has to be, like, the daredevil <laughs> sonar thing oh, going Jenna on. Jenna has all of that high Where she's senses. like, you guys... This is so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Completely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we go to the flashback of the uh, aforementioned Jenna thing. And we cut to the liars in Emily's bedroom with Allison. So this was back when she was alive. And they're having a hangout, playing music, trying on clothes, having a good time. And then Allison spots something out the window and instantly gets kind of scary and it's yeah. like i see you you little piece of shit spying <laughs> on us you're yeah. like oh damn yeah and she's like that perverted little fucker over there it was toby cavanaugh yeah just our first mention of that name who yes we will be seeing a little more of and states that you know she knows he's watching i think she says like he's done it before or something but she's like you know we're gonna you know show him right um and then they have a weird cut where they show fireworks in the sky. I don't understand what they were trying to establish, but we also probably not unconnected cut to Allison having a stick of dynamite in her hand. Yeah. yeah. That she claims is a stink bomb. Yes. But I'm like, who did you get this from? Bart Simpson? Like, <laughs> where do you even get a stink bomb, let alone this giant stick of dynamite she's got with like this fuse yeah <laughs> but she they cut to them going to i guess across the street going to uh toby's garage or i guess the garage of his parents house where he hangs out she refers mm. to it like as his lair that he's just in there yeah. curving out on and you know yeah. we're not gonna make this a safe place for him to be a little skis yeah and the girls are like, um, maybe we shouldn't do this. Yeah, like, maybe we should get out of here. This isn't a good idea. And that's when she's like, that's oh, just a stink bomb. I'm like, okay, is it? <laughs> yeah, also, I, growing up, don't ever remember stink bombs being a thing. No, I remember, like, it'd be a thing uh, I'd see referenced in an old comic book from, like, the 50s or, like, yeah. Dennis the Menace might use. Yeah, like, I don't ever remember doing that. I remember, like, you'd light the poop on fire in the bag, and that could be, like, stinky, but... <laughs> well, Allison's a little too sophisticated for lighting feces on fire. <laughs> Is she? Oh, no, because she's got a fucking stick of dynamite in her hand. That was just the craziest thing to me. 
But anyways, they're not into it. And she's like, we're doing this. So if you're out, you're out, whatever. And she's like, give me the lighter. And Spencer hesitantly hands her the lighter, which for some reason Spencer's carrying. I don't know. I mean, girls in pockets is a thing. I don't know what all their clothes were in that episode. Sometimes they're in limited supply in women's fashion. But I don't know if that was just a way to make Spencer a little more complicit. Because they're all like, we're out of this. But she does give her the lighter and they kind of like step back. Well, they, I feel like they did one of those things where when they decided that this was going to be their, what they were going to do, mm-hmm. I feel like Allison divided up stuff where she was like, hey, I'm going to give you the lighter. So, uh-huh. you know, yeah, I don't lose I want to make it. everyone complicit yeah, in my We're all a part of this together. Yeah. We're all going to toss it hand in hand. <laughs> Except they don't. <laughs> they, no, don't. they don't. They, they stand back. Allison does everything. And Allison does everything else. She takes the smoke bomb or stink Mm -hmm. bomb whatever lights the giant comedically long fuse opens like a window or partial door or something into this garage tosses it in Mm -hmm. looks around kind of see what's in there tosses it in and she's like let's go let's go you know giggling running you know maybe they're not giggling but it's like that oh go go and you know they barely get down the driveway when like boom (laughs) like the entire house explodes like a yeah action film it was a big explosion, too, where you're just like, whoa. I mean, okay, the whole house did explode, but the garage does, like, a big boom, and then you see a flash, but then, like, the roof instantly is on fire. Yeah. And they're like, fuck, let's get out. It was a legit stick of dynamite, yeah. for sure. That explosion, <laughs> I was like, that was one stick of dynamite. Something happened. Yeah. Something got caught on fire that exploded. We don't really know, but it blew up real good. Yeah. And they take off. And then we cut back to the present. They're still at the table and they get their A text, mm-hmm. which is, if only she knew how guilty you look, A. Which and is like, yeah, 100%. They all look super guilty. Yes. And I feel like like two of them are like very noticeably trembling. Truly. Like they, you know? they are lucky that Jenna is blind because she would <laughs> know what's up instantly. Yeah. But so we still don't know how this is connected to Jenna. There's another character they mentioned. You know, some sort of accident happened. I guess we have to presume that this accident led to her injuries, but we still don't know. Yeah. In some way, this was connected. Yeah. For sure. And then we uh, cut back to Arya in Mr. Fitz's class, handing him the declined change of class form. And I like that they did that so dramatically Mm -hmm. because it's very much like and the the one thing that i thought was kind of weird was the mona interaction right before that like right before because like she comes in walks in late and she's like oh am i late mr fritz and like everyone giggles and he's like sit down mona (laughs) you know and hannah's like it's fitz not fritz and she goes oops (laughs) like whatever yeah and then Arya walks in, so I was like, it was a weird setup to what you consider to be like a small dramatic moment. Mm-hmm. I thought that whole scene was weird. Yeah, it was a little. I guess they're just like, oh, hey, here's Mona. Because I think, kind of like we talked about in the first yeah. episode, where Hannah might not exactly know what to do with Mona anymore. The show might not either, because she's back with her old crew. And yeah. where does her new little best friend fit into all that? We don't right. know. Yeah, it's like a small, uh, small Mona moment. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. I appreciate. 
But yeah, so they, uh, who knows, they're probably like, what, what is this bullshit? No, you're staying in her class when I'm time for this. <laughs> yeah. And then what I thought was really funny is he just assigned them um, to write stuff down based mm-hmm. on uh, chapters that they read. He gives them like a uh, writing To Kill a prompt. Mockingbird, which and is he's what like, they're currently re- reading because of course... Yeah, and he's like, take a few minutes to just jot some stuff down. And she walks in and just opens a book and starts reading. <laughs> She's like, I'm banging the teacher. It's fine. I can yeah. do what I want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I, he's going to give me an A regardless. Like, <laughs> I, I've passed this class already. <laughs> in a bathroom at a bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, where we next go to uh, Hannah back at her house with her Boyfriend Sean, we now know about. They're... <laughs> I love this scene. <laughs> yes, it's pretty great. They're studying together. You know, she's kind of like looking over him like, mm, damn, he fine. Yeah. You know, he's he's hard at work. She goes and opens up a new can of soda to top him off. Yeah, she doesn't even fill it up all the way, which I was just like. No, and it's also like, what? where's the other can? Did a whole can fill this up? How much soda is he going through? You know, again, doesn't matter. <laughs> Uh, but she instantly goes in for the kissing the neck and rubbing. Those hands are going all the way down his body real fast. <laughs> that was what I noticed. She immediately went straight down. Yes, and I was just like, "Whoa, chill." Yeah, chill. she kind of been like frustratedly looking over at him before that. Like, we doing this or not? Yeah. Um, that's where we learn. I guess he's a good Christian boy. So, okay, I liked how they set this up because when she goes, do you even like me that way? Mm -hmm. I immediately thought, okay, maybe he's gay. I definitely read him as possibly gay. We'll see. But, you know, as a gay man myself, I was feeling some gay vibes from him. But I think from her, what she meant in that way was, I I used to be such a disgusting fat ass, as they try to tell us. Like, do you like me now that I'm popular and you know is there do you can you see past that horrible time when you know i was an extra 10 pounds yeah i just couldn't tell initially because also too i was like okay well maybe he's a good christian yeah and then of course they're like oh your father the pastor yeah and you're like oh okay but he's also like oh my god girl whatever your totes beautiful yeah <laughs> okay no, yeah he doesn't, he doesn't actually he, do that and then but... he kisses her and he's like does any of your friends kiss you that way and it's like yeah probably yeah it's probably way better <laughs> and then ashley comes home and she's like oh hi homo you're still here <laughs> <laughs> no no she likes little sean she's just instantly like uh oh uh please make sure to tell your father or the the pastor that you know um we've just been really really busy please just apologize for our complete life of sin we lead (laughs) and don't tell them we're heathens he's like no it's fine (laughs) we're cool christians which is such a perfect way to set up what happens next (laughs) so great (laughs) which is the detective walks in with chinese food (laughs) with ashley for dessert and she's just like, Sean needs to go now. <laughs> Mama's got to work. <laughs> and in that moment, I was like, again, let's emphasize on the trying and not the best. Right. Because 
this is a fail. It as is a, a parent, total fail. You were like, it was a one-time thing to get you out of this. Oh, psych, he's your new daddy. Right? Which, <laughs> this guy's such an asshole, I believe he probably just showed the fuck back up. She's like, ugh, we're still doing this? Okay. And he knows, too. Oh, yeah. When he walks in with that smugness, you're like, <laughs> what a, such a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> we then go to... Spencer and her family uh, at a restaurant because none of their families cook. Except for no. Pam. No one else cooks because Spencer also runs into Aria <laughs> picking up food for her family at right. the same place. Probably the Rosewood Grill again. I think there's just one place everyone goes <laughs> there's in one this restaurant, place. And they serve all different types of food. Yes. Yeah, it's like a Chili's. Yeah, it's a bar, it's yeah. a restaurant, any kind of food. Hey, look. They all, every, every town has to have those. <laughs> yes. You know. And we meet Spencer's dad. And do you know who that actor is? He looked familiar. Oh, I'm so excited I get to tell you. But I don't know who he is. He is Nolan North. Do you? Uh-uh. That is, uh, he does some acting, but also more famously does a lot of voice acting. And he is Nate Drake from the Uncharted series. No One way. of our favorite games. Really? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Very cool. Now I need to go back and listen to his voice again. It's totally there, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I like that. That's a cool... Okay. Yeah, that's a fun... It, and honestly, uh, this... I don't remember his name, but uh, he needs all the help he can get. He's not like a horrible piece of shit in this scene, but he is weird, intense, rich guy successful father it's very much the disconnected hey i'm focusing on making money and not being a dad and my children need to like achieve things and impress me with their achievements yeah and she's like dad i i uh, or what was the thing she said she goes oh dad i there's a class i think i want to learn at hollis the college Mm -hmm. um and she's like but it wouldn't be serious it would be for fun he she's just like slaps her across the face. Not in this yeah. family. And he's no. like, why would you take a class for fun? And it's just like, I don't know, maybe it's something she wants to do. Right. And she's already like a genius and achieving out the ass. And, yeah. You know, but no. Yeah. They uh, are with her sister, Melissa, and her fiance, Ren. And the setup table set up yeah who does that yeah yeah why where the where her sister is like i'm gonna sit next to our dad Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna let my fiance sit next to you no that never happens no i mean i guess couples sit across from each other not always next but with other yeah this is very much (laughs) a again supporting characters because it's now not just parents Mm mm-hmm family members basically setting up <laughs> for these things to happen like just like this town handing loves, it to them loves inappropriate age relationships where it's almost like her sister walked in spencer's sister walked in melissa mm-hmm. when she got in there she was like all right i know my younger sister likes to bang my boyfriend yes so i'm gonna sit them next to each other and just kind of see what happens yeah <laughs> You know, I mean, honestly, with and here again, Spencer's your sister. That's a test you might want to run. Yeah, <laughs> very much like with the coffee cup between Emily and Maya. It's like let's watch two people like fuck each other with their hands. Yeah, and beverages. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like somehow we're going to use beverages as a vehicle to be physically intimate with you each know. Other. It can be intimate, a little sexy. Yeah. Also, Spencer tries to order. Uh, 
vodka soda. Vodka soda. And the family's like, <laughs> she's kidding. Yeah. But then Ren's like, you know what? I'll have that. Yeah, I'll get the vodka soda. So, and she can sip on it throughout dinner. Yes. Which is highly illegal. Highly illegal. I mean, she's the one who starts reaching over to him and just subtly grabbing his drink while her dad and sister are talking so she could just steal a sip without them noticing. But he had to have gotten it for that reason, right? Oh, 100%. Because, yeah, he just They're ordered, both in on it. Yeah. They both know. You know? There's definitely... And fingers stop and touch for the a minute while she takes the giggling. Because mm-hmm. they play this game. Yes. They play this insane psycho-rich family. Called High Low. Yes. Higher Low. Which I s- still don't understand, having so, seen it in action. Where's the low? But The premise, I think the way the game works is that they all say something that's in their going on in their life right now that they consider a high yes and ren makes a joke where he was like i got a really great parking spot in front of the kim right lab. well he says that after they turn to to spencer to spencer and he does it to take the heat off her to just be like let me do a dumb joke so you don't have yeah. to sit there in the hot seat with your crazy family but i think the premise is that everyone says something and then they say if it's like they rank it maybe it's what it seems like it seems like insane that they don't get to this part of it that just like how can we out impress each other yes like who had the best most exciting thing (laughs) yes and i feel like or like maybe the low part if the game would have finished is like they rank that person and like they're like they have to go eat in the parking lot or something or <laughs> excommunicated for the family hey with rich people that wouldn't surprise me if yeah. they did weird shit like that yeah yeah so more i guess meant to be cute ren and spencer interactions where he's you know kind of sticking up for her they're giggling while getting her giving her alcohol right <laughs> while all while she's underage and his fiance's sister but you know this show has a weird idea about what's cute and romantic and two it's just like it's so obvious that they're flirting with each other (laughs) it is so obvious like even the dad who's not even really paying attention to his daughters i would have been like yo i would keep an eye on that (laughs) (laughs) i think they're both one vodka soda away from really changing this whole night (laughs) seriously oh gosh the hastings are fun (laughs) so we uh go to emily and maya in emily's house in her room Uh, and maya's looking at all of emily's sports trophies i guess swimming and things and Mm -hmm. she's like okay I, i see why you know you get along with spencer now she's also an achiever and you guys both like to win and emily adorably is like well you know as long as i do my best i'm happy with the outcome whether i win or lose (laughs) and she really means that which is why she's she's great she's so far is the most genuine Mm -hmm. of the four liars yes yeah and then maya says oh and what about spencer and she's like yeah no that bitch needs to win (laughs) um and then uh Maya asked her, I love how Maya's always just throwing her off balance with even the most innocuous questions and things. But yeah. Maya's, Emily's always like, what, what? Yeah. And she's like, well, you know, what, where do you, are you, what, what side are you? What side, yeah, what side of the bed do you sleep on? Yeah. But first she's just like, what side are you? And I, and Emily's just like, I, I don't, is this a lesbian thing? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, she's like, what side of the bed? And she's like, oh, I, I kind of sleep in the middle. And Maya's like, 
I kind of sleep in the middle too. Yeah. And they're just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Emily kind of like mentally chuckles. It yeah. feels like gets a little giddy for I sure. I will say I really so far love their interactions and their relationship as it stands. It's definitely a relationship you want to stand early on where mm-hmm. you're like very early on I'm on board yes. for, for these two. Super. It's very flirty and sexy but it's also just very sweet and like charming they really seem to bring out good things in each other and just are connecting you know it's 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 nice to see a not overly rot coming it out story it feels very wholesome yes you know yes for a show that's not yes you know and i like how we're like feeling like it's wholesome I guess only Emily could pull it off as wholesome because Maya's like innuendoing out the ass yeah. every other second. But yes, it does. It feels very sweet. Oh yeah, Maya, her <laughs> personality is is definitely wonderful. We'll yes. talk about that a little bit more in, in the following scene. But um, yeah, I thought that was, it's definitely very flirty. And then of course they they cuddle. You know, straight on. Like yes, it cuts to them both meeting in the middle of the bed. Yeah. And Maya scoots closer and puts her arm around her. Rolls around, and I guess sure. It, but it feels like Maya might, I don't know, keep her eyes open for it because she's so blunt, and I don't know if she knows that Emily's facing the other way. But Emily can't see if her eyes are open either way. But right. she feels Maya roll over and put her arm around her. Mm-hmm. She don't miss a beat. She just grabs that hand and holds it. Yeah. I mean, look, people sometimes just need to be cuddled. That's really mm-hmm. all it is. Um, but then, of course, the cuddling's interrupted by a text from May. Yeah. And uh, Maya, Maya, uh, Emily has to get up and go check her phone where she has the text from A saying, Did you get a good night kiss? Here's one from me, XO, A. <laughs> She's just like, damn it, again, is she, we don't really, she just, she just reads it and is like, okay, I mean, I guess she's, I don't know supposed to be freaked out like oh someone knows i'm yeah you know doing things ish with a girl and i you know i'm still figuring that part of myself out but i don't know they don't really respond to these messages no she was probably like it's <sighs> late at night god <laughs> yeah like it's like I'm trying a, to sleep <laughs> like it's an advertisement spam or something <laughs> yeah well, i mean you know we've all gotten that text like late at night where you look at it and you're like ah oh, it's too late i'm just gonna go to bed and ignore this that's true that i feel like she wanted to but she was like well i guess i have to right <laughs> i guess i have to answer my phone every time for the dramatic aspect you know? <laughs> even though i'm not gonna pay much attention <clears throat> okay um, we cut to the next morning at Hannah's house where Detective Wilden's just, uh, there with the paper making himself at home while yeah, Ashley's having breakfast. Ashley asks him, you know, uh, how he likes his eggs and he says, over easy, you know, like your mother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was wondering if that was a slight jab at another character when I saw that. Yes. No, he just says he likes them over easy, but, um, you know, and. Hannah's just there like, okay, I guess he lives here now. Cool. <laughs> Which is weird. That's not something that you do very early on in a relationship. Yeah, but you do if you're trying to like interrogate uh, the woman you're pseudo-blackmailing's daughter. <laughs> yeah, but that's a lot of work. You're putting in extra time. Yeah. Which he- leads me to believe this is not... 
just you doing your cop duties. This is like you're enjoying this. You know? Oh, absolutely. And he's probably was just like, oh, I'm too lazy to go home. Oh, shit. You can cook breakfast for me in the morning, right? Okay, cool. I'm going to bed, babe. Night. Yeah. And she's like, okay, great. He probably didn't get her off. Yeah. Oh, no. You know? Not even close. <laughs> Never. He's no. one of those guys at the moment he's done, he's like, all right, my night's over. Absolutely. Time to go to bed. He's just like, oh, it's great for you, right, babe? Yeah, good night. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. He's such a piece of he shit. He sucks real hard. <laughs> uh, then we cut to... Now we cut to Ben, Emily's boyfriend, giving her and Maya a ride to school. And yeah. again, he's back at it. He's just like, Ooh, so uh, who slept on what side last night? What'd yeah. you get up to? Ooh, yeah. And Maya's just looking like, Yeah, if only you knew, motherfucker. I and was she all was. up on your girl. I love that she was kind of messing with him mm-hmm. like that. And that's the personality thing I was talking about. Mm-hmm. She's she's fun. She's she's a sassy girl. She's bold. And I enjoy it because oh, it's great. very much a good counter to Emily's mm-hmm. kind of more quiet, reserved yes. personality. Totally. Yeah. She brings her out very, very naturally. Yeah. And it's, it's fun to watch. And in this scene, she definitely brings something out in Emily. Oh, well, yeah. This is in the best way. Yeah. Emily's just the whole time like, huh, what? We didn't know. Uh, uh, nothing. Uh, nothing happened. Our breasts didn't touch in the night. What are you talking about? Yeah. We didn't hold hands while cuddling. Yeah. And then, you know, Maya hops out of the car and, and Ben's like, what? She's she like, yeah. Emily gives him a look up. We were just kidding around. And she's like... He's like, why are you so bothered by it? She's like, no reason, no reason. Oh, uh, let me shove my tongue down your throat. Just immediately starts making yeah. out with him I very aggressively. Love this hetero. In a parking lot. <laughs> Make out. Give it to me. And of course, it's ruined by the constant <laughs> theme that men in this world are all pieces of shit. Yep. As all his friends start banging on the hood of the car. Taking like pictures or a video. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> One guy's they're literally just kissing. Like, calm down. <laughs> Yeah, and they're like, get a room. I'm just like, you guys are such douchebags. Right. And I was just like, oh, God, you guys suck. But, but maybe post that. Just, you know, hetero proof. Yeah. Heterosexual over here. Uh, bye, hetero boyfriend. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> yeah. Love that, that body and that penis. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, I love that then uh, Hannah comes and gets her. And then the, those guys taking the pictures just start talking to them or come up and and hannah's instantly she's like i'm sorry are you talking to me (laughs) so good she definitely does the mean girl well you know yes but in this instance we're like yeah no this guy sucks well done just shutting him down instantly (laughs) and uh oh we cut to cut to aria and ella I guess this is <laughs> later that day after school. Again, here we are. We have so one confusing. moment where two girls Beginning are, of the school day. are walking into the school day and then cut to Aria and her mom at the movie theater. Maybe they're just skipping class and <laughs> going to the middle of the... Well, I guess no, because then everyone will be skipping because <laughs> they go to the movie theater to see, you know, the classic film. It happened one night because, of course, Aria's in a classic <laughs> film. And who else should be there to see their favorite movie? Ezra fucking Fitz. Yes. Showing up looking dingy as fuck. Yeah. In his, like, <laughs> stained white t-shirt and raggedy hoodie. <laughs> You're just like, all right, you could have at least tried a little bit better. <laughs> well, he didn't know is that Aria would be there because it's her favorite movie, too. Oh, he didn't know? 
come on. <laughs> That's why he's wearing his, like... Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'll sit in the back and she'll never see me. Right. And what's even great, too, is is her mom straight up is like, oh, he's so cute. Yeah, she's like, oh, they run into each other. She's like, oh, this is my teacher, Mr. Mr. Fitz. And she's like, damn! Yeah. <laughs> you didn't tell me your teacher had it like that! Yeah. She was... <laughs> Very impressed yes. with uh, with Ezra first first appearance so much so <laughs> that in the movie theater she's like oh come sit with us yeah. I'll sit right next to my daughter <laughs> yeah sit next to my sixteen year old daughter you young hot thing you yeah <laughs> you know she's just like you're not age appropriate for either one of us but let's roll the dice maybe one of us gets lucky tonight we'll see <laughs> and again. These girls have to make it very obvious. So, of course, Arya is just, like, awkwardly, intensely looking around. Like, mm-hmm. oh, like come on. You don't know. And they're both very uncomfortable. Which, like, honestly, would be the situation even if she wasn't, you know, dating him or having a affair or whatever with him. Because that's just a weird parent thing to do. Like, and make you interact with a teacher outside of school. That is true. <laughs> the whole situation is weird. Yes. Like if if I was with my child and if if it was a girl, and this like I see this guy and I'm like, dang, he's in the track. I don't know how comfortable I feel with this. I feel like I would get in the theater and he would sit like four rows, like seats over, and I'd be like, honey, get up, move to the end. Right. I no, not you. not Ella Montgomery. She's like, hey, reach into that. Here, let's share the popcorn. She's like, reach deep in that popcorn, honey. Maybe yeah. you cut a hole in the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's all for it very much setting this up of like hey it's almost it feels almost like she was like planning for that (laughs) it's like let me set my daughter up with this new teacher right maybe she just is so innocent she assumes oh that the teachers at the school are not trying to bang her child that has to be the case i want to assume that ella is just innocent and oblivious the whole time yes like, that would never happen in my world. Oh, no. Yeah. My daughter would never do that. No. <laughs> this guy that I just very obviously <laughs> got excited over. Uh-huh. <laughs> my daughter can't see that well. <laughs> um, and then we go to uh, to Emily at her house. Is the next thing, right? That sounds about right. Is it? Does yes. it cut back to Emily? Uh, yes. We go, because oh. again, we're jumping all around, yes. and it's like, yeah. seems to be evening. I think she's looking out of her room and bedroom window, and it's dark outside. And yeah. She's just kind of listless and sad, and Pam comes up, and she's like, what's wrong? And Emily's like, I think there's something wrong with me. You know, I guess we're led to believe it's because she's, you know, struggling with her sexuality and new feelings, mm-hmm. and her mom thinks it's just... It's related to the Allison Yes, thing. you know. Like, your friend just died. Which, you know, is a reasonable, you know, thought. Right. And she's like, oh, no, you just, you know, you just need to grieve. You and your friends need to grieve together. It's fine, sweetie. There's nothing wrong with you. Which, of course, there's nothing wrong with her either way. But, you know, she just tries to support her in that way. Yeah. She's doing the concerned parent yeah. thing. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, she points Emily points out that we were friends you know the four of them because of allison Mm -hmm. and pam's like well maybe you can you know find a way to bond again without her you know yeah 
And so then we cut to the Hastings house where Ren is just continuing to creep all around that house, spying in Spencer's room. And he brings up the name of the oh, thing the, again. He's asking her the to rub his ball sack, sack again. Or... <laughs> Bolsa sack. Yes. And she even makes a comment where she's like, it's weird when you say that. Yeah. <laughs> and then he grabs a book, like reaches behind her to, to look at it. And it's like about architecture or something like that. And she's like, oh, I didn't know you were into design. And he's just looks at her and says, I appreciate beauty. Yes, and then he stares at her, even though she's like obliviously doing something else. Yeah, he's just like, I'm gonna hold this until she notices. <laughs> she's like, Oh no, I like flirting with, you know, my sister's boyfriend. I like to take things from her, but also like I'm in a uh, hardcore study mode now, yeah. Spencer. I'm so. trying to learn Latin, and you just, <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't need distractions. Yeah, I'm busy. Clearly, but you know, she he distracts her enough for them to start making out. Which he goes in for that kiss, yes, without any indication from her that that was okay. No, yeah, I don't even think she was facing him. No, when that happened, yes. I think he was just like, "Fuck it, it's all or nothing." Yeah, bold fucking move. Yep, and dumb. Does fucking not pay move. out well because instantly Melissa walks by, sees this, and is just like, "Mm-hmm," and just walks away. <laughs> And I would, I have to say, props to Melissa for not kicking in that door and f- going ape shit. Well, she's too much of a wasp to do that, you know. True, and she it's appear it's about appearances. Yeah. So she's just like, all right, I'm gonna fucking tear him a new one in private mm-hmm. where no one can hear him Which crying you get and back screaming to, this, to the <laughs> barn loft. Yeah. But then Spencer breaks off the kiss, and Melissa does not see this. She already walked away, so she doesn't see Spencer break off the kiss and be like, we can't do this. It's not right. Yeah. Um, and Ren's like, oh, okay. Um, instantly, we cut to the next morning, where Ren, where Spencer looks out her window and sees Ren walking out of the barn loft. With the with one the, box. With his little sad box. <laughs> Melissa. Like he just got fired from a job. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just like take this box of the shit that you had around. Yeah. Which also I feel like when I saw when you see him the first time, he's carrying like a bunch of luggage in. I mean, maybe this is like his immediate things, because Melissa was just like, get the fuck out. It is grab whatever you can see in your vicinity and fuck off. Yes. Yeah. Which is how it should have been. Oh, a hundred percent. You're she kissing a minor. Like, uh I got the cops in here waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're preying on my little sister. Um, when you walk out the door, go through the kitchen. Uh, there's cookies on the counter, <laughs> and then Chris Hansen walks in. <laughs> I was just I was helping her with her homework. <laughs> yeah, uh, I taught her a Latin phrase. <laughs> yes, uh, it says here in the transcripts that that Latin phrase was up yours. Uh, what's you, out of context? What do you? <laughs> Yeah, no been there. Yeah, no been there. You know, she said she was eighteen. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that all kind of went real fast. But good to see him the fuck out of this house. <laughs> that was a storyline that came and went very quickly. Yeah. Um, I, we probably haven't seen the absolute last of him, but uh, glad you're leaving, Ren. You creepy motherfucker. Yeah, I. I 
I don't remember his storyline or where it goes, but it, it definitely felt like if this, it felt like that was the end. Yeah. Like, hey, we just want to kind of drive home a point that Spencer is like this. And here's a little bit more than just a flashback of yeah. how she goes about. Right. And she's already looking and thinking, does this mean the loft is up for grabs, right? Because if you're not a couple, then you don't need the space, right? You can yeah. just go back to your room. <laughs> Exactly. Which hopefully is not how she leads the conversation with Melissa whenever they uh, have a confrontation about it, but knowing, we will see. Knowing Spencer. <laughs> yes. That's how it'll start. Yep. Oh, God. Um, then we cut to Hannah and Mona shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in the parking lot going to their car. Wilden's just hanging out, fully just stalking them. Straight creep mode. Yeah. With that serial killer grin on his face Yep. mona's like why do you have to worry we paid for everything this time yeah and she's like hold on walks up to him and she's just like look i will pay for those glasses i will do uh community service i'll do whatever it takes stop banging my mom (laughs) (laughs) she's like get away from my mom you creep yeah which good for her because it is it's this whole weird thing we don't know how ashley feels about the whole thing but like Mm -hmm. this guy sucks very obviously and we sucks. want him out of their lives for yeah. sure yeah and he's basically like oh yeah <laughs> he's such a piece of shit uh he's basically like no i think you know you girls know who killed allison and he goes your mom might be hot but not hot enough to make that go away <laughs> <laughs> oh my god such a fucking dick thing to say <laughs> such a dick thing to say seriously like i get like the tough cop speak like you know that type of thing like a murder you can't just make that disappear but to to be like yeah to reference how you are taking advantage of her mom to like look the other way on crimes she's not hot enough to overlook murder (laughs) what a dick such an asshole (laughs) such an asshole and now we cut back to Arya, and it's dark. It's raining all of a sudden. I mean, <laughs> okay. in this town, I don't so know. So <laughs> this was the scene I was talking about earlier, where it definitely doesn't feel real. This feels like a very small set mm-hmm. that they filmed this on, because it is so over-the-top cliche. Oh, yeah. There's the song playing. Well, it's epic, you know. She's walking through romance. the rain. Yes, Arya's caught in the rain, though they do one of those weird cuts where it's like, oh, her hair's dry. Oh, cut back. It's soaking wet. And she hasn't even stepped outside of the under overhang yet. But whatever. Uh, She's getting soaked. Ezra drives by. They make eye contact. Yes. He keeps driving. (laughs) But then. He stops. Slow motion. (laughs) So dumb. (laughs) <laughs> in slow-mo the passenger door swings open epically while the music swells yeah and does she just like run over to it i think yeah she jogs over and gets in mm-hmm. he drives four into feet. like an alley like four feet <laughs> it's like i guess we're supposed to be led to believe like everything's obscured by the rain but meanwhile like you instantly just ran into him again because this is what time of the day is the this? way everything cuts you would think this was like after the movie played but i think we're like a day 
away from that time. But it also looks like he's wearing the same clothes. If I remember correctly, <laughs> he's wearing is. the same clothes. Who knows where Ella went? Who knows what's going on? Maybe they just went their separate ways and yeah, the movie was an hour or two ago. Yeah, it was bright sunshine <laughs> just a second ago. Pouring rain. Huge storm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they look at each other. Instantly just start making out. Just going at it. Which, let's just say... The one thing I wrote in my notes for this scene, like father, like daughter, because it is exactly how she caught her dad yep. making out in a very public spot mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> with a teacher. It's just like, what the fuck? I, this scene happened and I was like, the fact that you made this so cheesy with the music and the slow motion, everything, I was just like, I'm not. This is too much. Yeah. Well, they're, they've got to sell us this dirty crime as epic romance. Oh, they sold You know it. classic films get the both of them so horny. Oh, yeah. Anything pretentious. Yeah. They <laughs> Anything pretentious. They are rearing to go. Yes. Oh, my God. It was fucking too. Uh, so then we go to Emily, who has a flashback of Allison giving them... They're ugly monogram bracelets. They're in these little pouches she hands out to each of them. And this just cracked me up because they look like something you made in summer camp when you were like nine. Yeah. And she like queen bee, it girl, popular, high fashion, judgmental bitch is like, here's these little knickknacks that I had made. It would it would seem like I got the vibe because I mean, yes, but I feel like those are also things that you see at like a mall kiosk. They are. Where it's like all the bracelets that are different colors. But I think they would look better from a mall kiosk. They're literally just beaded strand bracelets, like a solid color band, with their name spelled in white. I thought they were well done. I guess. Like, I'm, I look, I actually know little to nothing about. I, I definitely got mall kiosk vibes. But they just looked very, like, you could have made them yourself at summer camp i was more impressed that she put them in these like little sacks well that's what i'm saying they're in these sacks they have these little closures it's Allie who you think it's kind of fancy but the but the the final product yeah i just that's that part was always weird to me i just don't think she'd be excited about that type of thing it was like a three dollar gift (laughs) with a five dollar performance like a tiffany's box yeah yeah but whatever emily's you know emily loves hers And I guess they all wore them. They all have their names on them. <laughs> I even love, too, that Allison was like, Oh, Emily, I can't seem to get mine on. Put it oh, on for me. It for me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they, yeah, they had something. Or at the very least, she knew, you know, she knew how to play it. Emily was, you know, feeling her. Uh, so then we go to Arya coming home. Byron's there. <laughs> Getting to what you were referring to earlier with the parallels between the two of them and the cars is like, you can't keep doing this. <laughs> You're not very good at hiding your feelings. And she's like, I only banged him once, Daddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's like, you you have to stop being so obvious around your mom and showing your anger at me. You know, yeah. she's going to know something's up. Like, we either need to move on from this. You know, yeah. he doesn't actually say or we tell the truth. He never, never proposes telling the truth well, at any point in time. But he's like, basically, he, like. We agreed to keep this a secret, so we gotta be cool. Yeah, and he also, in this scene, kind of reassures her because he is like, hey, we work together. Uh, I do see her, but 
I have no interest in her like yeah. that. But even though it's not even that good, he's like, she has to ask him, are you still seeing her? And he's like, well, well, yes, it worked. Now he mentions yeah, <laughs> that yeah. she's still seeing her every day because oh, they work together. Yeah, because now she got a job as a teacher there. Yeah. So, uh, um, but yeah, it was it it was enough though. It was enough to convince Arya to be like, well, okay. Well, yeah, because now she's got her little secrets, which also, how did she get home? Did he just kick her out of the car back into the pouring rain after they made out like uh, a little dirty whore? Or did he drive her home and like just like not stop the car? She's rolled out so no one would see what I was assuming one of the, was one of those like I'll park around the, the corner, corner and you can walk. Yes, just in case make... you don't know what we're doing is super skeezy. Yeah, and then I'll reverse <laughs> and go the other way so your parents don't even see my car. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she's basically like, you know, hey, I banged my teacher. Can we just call it even yeah. <laughs> with her dad? Hey, look, we, 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 we have our secrets. Let's just move on. Yeah. Let, let me, uh, we're going to play Yahtzee and eat dinner together. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. So they, they reach an understanding and are doing a little better. She's yeah. going to let go of some of her anger actively. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she gets a text from A. When students kiss teachers, someone gets hurt. That's a promise I'll keep. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Another good one. That was a good one. Again, I'm trying to remember. I don't think she looks mildly surprised or annoyed. No. No. (laughs) And it seems like the big reactions only come in the group moments. Yeah. You know? And But when they have their own, they're just like... Well, that's a thing. Yeah, I guess it's supposed to be because they're still caught up in that... Referring to their secret that they're just like taking it in. I don't know. (laughs) Well, because I mean... I feel like once you know, once you know that they know your secret and they say what it is, after that, you're just like, all right, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Cool. Like, I'm not going to stop what I'm doing, obviously. Yeah. And, And that's the other thing, too, is very early on, even though these texts are happening for dramatic effect, they don't really have any weight on anything. Because there's no moments where these girls are like... All right. Well, she knows I'm doing all these things, so maybe I should stop. No, doing they these never things. consider that. They don't you know, worry about. They don't. They don't. They don't go. Oh, is this just conveniently like dramatically well timed, or is someone literally watching me do this right now? Yeah. Yeah. It's we. It's the the level of emotion with the text leads me to believe that ultimately, like, you don't need to be sending that many. <laughs> Well, I guess, you know, we'll see if if A feels like they need to pick up their game to get these girls' attention some more. (laughs) Um, So we have our final scene of Spencer walking, turns a corner. Who should she see? Good old Jenna sitting on a bench with some sort of device that she's using to text. Right. Voice detect something. I don't know exactly. This was like a separate device. Also, I don't know what this tech was like back then versus now. I'm not yeah. really familiar with those type of adaptive things. But she, you hear her say, send text. You know, she uses voice command. And Spencer's just looking like, oh my god, blind people can text? <laughs> <laughs> that is what it felt like. <laughs> like, how could that be? And like, if she can text... Is she A? Is she a part of it? And it's like, we already showed us this scene where she, you guys received a text while she was sitting there with you. So, yeah. I don't know. 
though i don't know if it's supposed to imply like oh like she could do some sort of timed <laughs> response setup i mean who knows yeah but even then you would have heard her like at the lunch table she would have had to like lean down and be like send text <laughs> and of course all of them who are yeah. staring directly at her right. would be like oh, okay well, i mean unless he could do it early i don't know but it was just it just felt funny to me like it felt like a appropriate like oh here's a clue or possible red herring or whatever mm -hmm. but it, it's just funny to me that they it seems to me like they already showed that she couldn't do that right but which again is that kind of back and forth that i think they're trying to do <laughs> Where it's like, let's put the idea in your head, but then pull back so you question it. Yeah. And then maybe later they can pull the rug out from totally. under us. And starts the, what I feel like I remember being a time-honored tradition of suspecting and questioning everything this poor girl does in her life. Who's this blind bitch texting? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like just living her life, doing a normal thing. And they're just like. <gasps> and it's not even like she walked up on her here, like saying something. Suspicious. No, suspicious. just that she's literally sending a text. Yeah. That she, as a blind person, has that capability. And it's like, okay, so you're self-centered enough to where you think that that could be related to you. <laughs> And she's also she, just sitting on the on a bench in public. Yeah, she could have easily been like telling her brother to come pick her up. Yeah, <laughs> or saying, "Hey, this is where I'm at right now." Like any number of things that yeah. she could have been doing, unrelated to you. <laughs> but you can't react to a, a text well enough. But you can react to a girl sending a text. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> she literally, I think, just didn't understand that blind people could possibly text. Yeah, <laughs> that was that mind. was the shocking point of it all. <laughs> And even it, it, she didn't even care what the text was about. She's like, she can text. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that was that was episode two. Yeah, it uh, you know I think it, it was a solid one. It's it's still building a bit, still finding its feet. I think it was a good follow up to episode one because yeah. episode one really threw a lot out you mm -hmm. at you up front, and I kind of like that they set up like three or four real different plops like setups like you know we have the ezra and aria we have hannah and her mom and the cop and uh we have emily and maya so i like that there's all these that they're kind of running but they're giving you just enough mm -hmm. and then because that's again at the end of this episode like the first one it ended and i was like okay well let's let's keep going like i want to keep going so um i think they they did enough balance in this episode yeah yeah i feel like it was a solid second episode i mean again when i watched this the first time through first episode i was like 100 percent sold um but this one i felt where i was like yeah i'll definitely keep going with this yeah yeah definitely continued so, building yeah okay so i guess we're at that point we need to rank our liars pick our uh, mvp liar of this episode best and worst best and worst um do you have yours you know i realized i didn't put them together so i have to think it over yeah i'm the same way okay. and this was kind of tough for me yeah um because i feel like each liar had moments that made me like them a little bit more mm -hmm. and then also moments that made me feel like because like for me where you know aria is probably my favorite of the liars so mm -hmm. far there were moments in this episode where I was just like, you lose points. Girl, what are you doing? For these things, because you very obviously know what you're doing 
is wrong yeah. because you went to get a, an actual form at your school. <laughs> to document it. No. But you're also just like, but I'm madly in love with you and I have all these emotions that I can't hide. Yeah. So it's She's like, I tried, but fate just keeps pushing us together. Yeah. And it's very obvious that she wants that novel romance. Oh, Absolutely. Like that's she's watching these classic love movies. I mean, he shows up to see the same classic <laughs> film as her because it's one of his favorites. It's over. Yeah. Um. I okay. I'll go first. Okay. Um. Because I feel like my reasonings for these are just gonna have to be the the smallest little victories, you know. I guess. Um. And mine would have to be Hannah. Mm-hmm. Because even though her mom is banging the detective that is trying to figure her out, she's on the straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. She's paying for the clothes. <laughs> yep. She's offering to do community service. Yeah. You know, and she's just trying to further her relationship with her boyfriend mm-hmm. um, and trying to get over insecurities yeah. um, from her past. So I am going to, in this episode, give Hannah my MVP liar. All right. Um, yeah it's for me it's between her and emily always because that's usually the case they're yeah. you know yeah and emily was doing her thing i'm trying to think of anything negative i mean she's emotionally cheating on her boyfriend but you know like barely and she's yeah. finding herself you know yeah if anything she did herself a disservice to try to overly throw herself into her boyfriend but you know she's she's finding her way so i'm with you i will give it to em, uh hannah yeah i'll give it to Hannah. because the time. thing is is like i want to pick emily but so early on she's a very safe character mm-hmm. you know she's not real like you said she's not really doing anything that bad yeah um also too because she is trying to figure out who she is like yeah. this is the time of your life when you are supposed to be doing those things right um and, and she's it- still a point where like part of not being fully yourself is not pushing boundaries so like i think she's gonna grow a little more with that too yeah and also the fact too that she's maybe not she's the only person that's not trying to do anything with someone older yes you know yes so i feel well, like, her and hannah yeah yeah but um so she is more of the safe character mm-hmm. so I, I went with hannah because i was like she's at least doing stuff that's questionable try to get the cop to stop banging her mom yes and uh, you know at the end of the day she just wants to see some love she wants her mom to be in a better spot so she'll get my my top one okay um you're gonna do her as well yes all right i'm gonna go with hannah too the worst one again very much like a toss-up between hannah and emily there's a toss-up between aria and spencer i was gonna say but honestly i think i have to give it to spencer because spencer is very aware of what i mean they both are very aware of what they're doing she ultimately doesn't follow through with this affair with her sister's fiance but she plays with that all the way up to the moment yes yes like it's it's very her and aria do this thing where they're like I'm going to reel you in so close that it's going to make something happen. But then I'm also going to pull back after it happens. Which is like part of their characters, but also like just examining it as teenage characters. It's like remembering the men are responsible for the shit, but also like that's a teenagery, like boundary testing type thing, you know, like playing with the idea of your new, you know, 
burgeoning sexuality yeah. and womanhood and what you can do with that and not necessarily thinking through, oh, I'm ready to go bang this guy over there. All right. I figured it out. Okay. This conversation has made me a little bit more, um, but there's one small thing. Arya is going to get my worst liar Yay. of the episode simply because she invited Jenna to lunch and that and then <laughs> yes. later on decides to make the comment when someone's like oh, it was so how awkward. awkward was that and she was like it was to 11 and it's like you yeah. were the fucking idiot that caused yes. that yes for all you You're know fault she's click clacking over to sit down tomorrow she wasn't she, even this is a walked, daily event she had already walked past your table yeah. <laughs> On to go sit somewhere else. And you were like, well, gee golly, I'm going to go <laughs> see if she wants to join. And then turns around like, I I don't know. And it's just like, you do know. Yeah. What are you doing? Yes. No, I'm with you. I'm going to go with the same answer. Aria, a hundred percent. You do not get to sit there and make the, oh, it was at an 11. Like that wasn't your fault. Yeah. And luckily for her, I don't think Jenna will try to join them again. Because she was like, this table's lame. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that you pulled that move <laughs> and also keep having this back and forth nonsense with Ezra. Yes. You're at the bottom. All right. Well, I think that does it. Yep. Episode two is done. Yeah. Can't wait for the third one. Yes. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.